this first, right? So when you open your eyes, oh, shoot, I'm late. I got to get to work. No. Thank you, Lord, for waking me up. Because in you, I'm always on time. Because I operate in your time. When you start putting him first, you will stop being paranoid. We wonder why we freak out and all this stuff because our priority, God is such a God of order and he establishes a kingdom so that we can reign victorious in his kingdom. And so he gives us this simple instruction, which is seeking the first, the kingdom of God with it, the actions of God. Mm. Because the actions of God, see, the right, right, God's righteousness is God's action. The righteousness of God is the God that's in us teamed up with his righteousness on one accord. That means we become synchronized with the movement of God. Harmony. That's why he says you can ask anything according to my will and I will do it for you. According. When you strike a chord, a chord, harmony. God says when you ask in harmony with me, I just do it for you. Amen? Somebody say, seek them first. So, so, then, so then, it's more than just him, his kingdom. It's more than just the kingdom, but it's his, his actions, the way, the way he moves, his righteousness. It's God's, God's total being and how he, how he moves and what he does. And See, the righteousness of God is not something that we can do. It has to do us. Amen. <laughs> and so we have to understand that when you go after it, and I look at somebody, we, we get so excited about the kingdom. And we talk about it, but we don't operate in it. Why talk about something that you won't operate in when it's everything is there for you? And God is trying to get us out of our way of thinking, which is the old Adam. We are in Christ, the new Adam, right? The old Adam is the flesh man. He's dead. The new Adam is the Christ that dwells in you. Does that make sense? Um. And so, and so Jesus, before he leaves, Jesus, Jesus' actions are all throughout the Old Testament. We see God's actions taking place, and he demonstrates who he is and how he moves and what he does, and he never, he's never failed. In the Old Testament writings, we see him being victorious when he's reducing things down to little so that he could show his glory.
we see, we see him using men that get before the wise king and he shows his glory to a wise king. As a matter of fact, he even comes 2,000 years early in the book of Daniel because the king was going to kill three of his men. And so they threw him into the fire and the glory of God appeared and the son of man began to walk amongst the fire. And King Nebuchadnezzar freaked out and said, wow, that looks like the son of God. Whereby I find in scriptures when Peter, he, Jesus says, who do men say that I am? Peter says, you are the Christ. And um, Jesus says, no, no way you would have known that unless God revealed that to you. Therefore, God must have revealed to King Nebuchadnezzar because he was the first one to say that Jesus was the son of God. Isn't that something? But it didn't happen until the three boys got in the fire, the heat and the heat of it. And so we can't complain about the heat that God brings to our life because he's going to get glory. This is some good stuff. It's just coming in. It's free. It's free tonight. I want to get into I want to get into the word. Let's read this. Wait, wait, wait. Leave that up there, Anthony. Let's read it one time, one good time. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. And sometimes you'll be trying to get something done, and you say, oh, I got to do this, I got to do it. And then, you, you know, you teamed up with somebody, your wife, your partner, your friend, whatever, and you say, oh, this has to be done, this has to be done, it's not being done, it's not being done, why isn't it being done? You say, wait a minute, let's stop for a minute. Let's seek God together. Amen? Let's seek God, and then we'll begin to let his righteousness take charge of what we do, and we'll stop panicking, and we'll start praising isn't that good? That, I mean, he, God, is, God is just so raw. He, he, he gives us this instruction that just totally works. Um, he says, seek ye first the kingdom. Let's stop right there. Kingdom. What's it? Kingdom. The king and the dominion. Don't go after the dominion and leave the king. It don't work that way. You know, sometimes we want all powers in my hand. No, you, you left the king. We got to go after the king. <laughs> if you get the king, you could have the dominion. Amen? Somebody say, I want the king. All right, here we go, here we go. Uh, in verse 26, <clears throat> in uh, chapter 15, it says, let's go. Somebody read it for us. So, so Jesus says, when the, when the helper comes, when this helper comes, whom I shall send to you from the Father, the spirit of what? Okay. Who proceeds from the Father, he will testify of me, and you, you also will bear witness because you have been with me from the beginning. Now, this is saying a lot here because Jesus is saying that they were with him from the beginning, so they're going to bear witness and testify of him, but it's not going to happen until he sends the Holy Spirit. He's letting them know that he is going to have to go and be with the Father but he has a promise for them is that he's not going to leave them alone. 
that he's going to send them help. Get this. If God sends help, that means help is here. I want to know, is there anybody in here that needs a little help? The problem with believers is um, we, we, we start believing and we start depending on ourselves too much. And God does not want you to depend on yourself. You're very sharp. You are smart. And you have accomplished a lot of stuff. And you can put two nickels together and make a dime. You, you got it going on. But, but the truth be, be told, the truth be told, sometimes when we accomplish so much, we think it's us. And, and, and some of you, some of you have matured. You've matured in the word and you've come up a little bit. And, you know, so often we become mature that we even think that we're the ones that did it. Thereby, thereby, when somebody else is struggling, you want to judge their struggle. Because you have not embraced righteousness, because righteousness would have you act like God. You would take on the actions of who God is, rather than taking on the actions of who you are. Mm. So when you take on the actions of who God is, one of the, one of the character attributes of God is he's patient. God is love. Paul writes in Corinthians 13, love is patient. Very first thing he said, love is patient. And if love is patient and you're impatient with the one you say you love, there's a problem. And it's not the person's problem. Whose problem is it? Mm -hmm. We have to admit that we have some problems, and anytime we understand that we have, see, see, God, God, see, God does not allow people to have faults so that you could talk about faults. Okay. God allows people to have faults and shows them to you so that you could take on His actions and help them out of their faults. Because you still have some faults that he's going to help you out of. Oh, goodness. And so he says, in order for me, you to get out of them, I got to send a helper. The helper is his spirit. So who has helped you fall in love with God? His spirit. Now, when you fell in love with God, did you still mess up? Yes, you did. What caused you to mess up? Your spirit. It wasn't his spirit because his spirit is righteous. So he says, I got to give you righteousness so that you can live in righteousness because without my spirit, it's impossible. What I notice is even with his spirit is very difficult because the spirit of Felix always wants to show up even when he's uninvited. Come on. And the truth be told, I ask God to hold Felix down every day because I've, I've become a witness that that joker, 
He always got something to say. Can I get a witness in here? Is there any? <laughs> Somebody yell, help! help! So Jesus gives us this promise. And so we have this help. But we don't call on the help all the time. We, we'll call on help when it's convenient. Do you know? Do you know when somebody does you wrong, it's time for him to help you. It's not time for you to show, you know, how how big you are and how bad you are and how much you know. It's time for you to call out for help. All right, let's go. Chapter 16, verse 1. So Jesus says, <clears throat> he's spoken all these things, bringing them into a relationship. He's telling them all about the relationship that he has with them. And then he says, I, 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 I'm sending you help. And then he says, I'm telling you all of this so that you won't stumble. Hmm? Now, here's the thing that I'm going to tell you. He says it all so that you won't stumble. And he's talking to the disciples and they stumble. He says it, but they stumbled anyway. The question is, why did they stumble? See, he had not come yet. Peter stumbled before the Holy Spirit got there. Hmm? Disciples stumbled before the Holy Spirit got there. They left them. They stumbled. My question becomes, what's causing you to stumble and you have the Holy Spirit in you? We're going to get some help tonight. Verse number two, let's go. Mm -hmm, keep going. Mm -hmm. So he tells, the, he tells the disciples, look, there's some folks that's going to come to kill you. There's some, all kind of stuff that's going to happen bad to you because they don't know the father. And they don't know me, so they're going to come against you. What he's saying is anyone that doesn't know me, anyone who doesn't have a relationship with me is going to come against you. Amen? Okay, so when people don't have a relationship with God, that means that they're going to try to deliver an offense to you. Okay? Now, how many of you like being offended? Right. I didn't think so. And, and so the enemy uses offense to try to get you to react out of righteousness. Okay, so Jesus says offenses are going to come, but we don't trust in the offense, we trust in Jesus. All right, let's go, Hill. Mm -hmm. So when the time comes, what are you going to remember? Can we just be real for a minute? We can get all of this stuff about what Jesus told, but what is it? that we allow our flesh man, our temper, our, our, mm, our tantrums to have more power than the word of God. 
God, listen, God is giving us word tonight to change it. And, and, and I want to talk to the people who are admit they still need some help. Go ahead and holler, help! help! See, because he says he's a very present help. When? When you need him. And if you continually let God know that you need him, he'll stay right with you. And he wants you to remember his word. Stop trying to remember who offended you. What they said. God's word has already promised you that he's going to give you victory in every area of your life. So why are you talking about what somebody did to you? That's over. Get over it. There's no way for you to walk in the liberty, the freedom, and in the victory, and, and in the promises of God by talking about what's already done. Amen. Let's go. Keep going. Okay, so now he has the disciples, and he's telling them that he's going to be leaving, and Jesus is really telling them what has to be done. He says, righteousness is about to happen like you've never seen it. Okay? Jesus does the most righteous act in order to get us saved. Okay? So it took righteousness to save you. Now he's given you his righteousness why would he give you his righteousness? To save others. And we panic and freak out because somebody's on drugs or stole something. We do. You stole something. You <laughs> And I, I'm preaching to myself right now because this is helping me. And so, and so we, we, we don't really embrace. We remember what we want to remember. Okay? Jesus said, remember. Remember this so that you don't stumble. Remember that it's me. I've done all of this, and I have help waiting for you. All you got to do is tap into it. He tells us. Now, he says, the helper will not come to you, but if I depart. So he's letting them know that, look, I got to go do what I have to do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this righteous act, and there's no other righteous act. It's been talked about all through the Old Testament about what, to, what has to happen, and it's a righteous act that no one else can do. All right, let's go here. 
Okay. So he said, <laughs> when the Holy Spirit comes, it will convict who? <laughs> right, the world. And listen, while we're here, when the Holy Spirit comes, it's going to bring conviction. All right? And it's going to bring righteousness. The conviction will, will make you aware of the world system and wrongdoing. The righteousness will have you act in a method of Christ instead of like the world does. The reason why we act in the world system is because our memory bank is what's called selective amnesia. We remember what we want to remember when we want to remember it. But Jesus says, I'm just one step away from helping you operate in righteousness if you will remember me. It don't even, you, all you got to do is remember him. Before you move into any action, you should be, what does that wristband say? What would Jesus do? And most of us will flip the band over so we ain't got to read it. See, I'm just going to be truth with you. Because we like being mad and we like getting our point across. And, and then, and we like being God because we want to be the judge, the jury, and the executioner and say what somebody deserves. They did to, this to me, so they deserve this. God didn't give us what we deserve. The wages of sin is death. But thanks be to God. So when he comes, put it back up there. When he comes, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Let's go. Okay, so then he says, first of all, <clears throat> um, of sin because they don't believe. Now, check this out. Remember last week we were talking about righteousness. You have to believe God. And the reason why you sin, you don't really believe that he is who he is. So then you try to hide your sin from people. But God sees it all the time. And we know it, but we still operate because we really just don't believe that he is who he is. And he said what the wages are. So we continue in sin, even when we know better. And that's what's called, listen, being under the law. And so God said, there's no way for man to stop sinning. They're going to sin. There's absolutely no way. For you to obey the law completely. So he sends grace. Through our Savior Jesus. Yeah, you should have said thank you. Because you sinned today. 
but grace was there for you. And, and so God, God has positioned everything through his righteous act. Say, it, say, say it's all God. It's all who? It's all who? Okay. So God did it all, right? Who did he send? Who? Who? There's something about that name. What's that name? What's that name? The, the, the Bible says at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Just at the name of Jesus, the enemy will flee. What's that name? Jesus. That he, Jesus, he says because people sin because they didn't believe. And of righteousness because he went to the Father. And you will see me no more of, of judgment because... The rulers of this world judge. Now he says his righteousness was because he went to the father. Now when he went to the father, he had a promise that there was going to come a day. And that was the day of Pentecost when we would receive the spirit. And then the system was set that anyone who believes. Do I have any believers in here? When you believe, then you have a right to become a child of God. Becoming a child of God, you begin to take on his ways. Once Christ gets in you, whose responsibility is it to make you righteous? There's no one that can make you righteous except him. There's no one that can make others righteous except God. So then if you're looking at somebody's unrighteousness and judging them, you're not really judging them, you're judging God. I got a question. How long did it take you to get to where you are? Yep. You said, yes, Lord. You came to church and you had your little secret sins going on. And God's love followed you wherever you went and cleaned it up. And truth be told, boy, if God starts showing your movie now, you run out of here. But it's God that is making you righteous through his promise. Sending you help. Is this helping us? Amen. All right, let's go. Verse number 12. Uh-huh. Keep going. When the spirit of what? When the spirit of what? Stop right there. When the spirit of truth have come. How many of you know you have the spirit of truth in you? That is God's righteousness. God's spirit cannot lie to you. Okay? That is the spirit of truth. The spirit of truth will lead you in truth. And there is what's called mass deception in the world system. And the, listen, the world system has been trying to hypnotize you. 
through the airwaves, through the commercials on television. I was talking to someone. How many of you seen that movie, Focus? That was with Will Smith and the other pretty girl. And, and, and so they were, they, they were ripping people off and they were being con artists, tricksters like Laban. So they were ripping people off, but the way they were doing it, and, and the woman said, how did you know they were going to pick number 55? And he said, well, from the time he got up in the morning, they had signs by the elevator that had 55, had a sign here that had 55. On the taxi cab that they sent to pick him up had the number 55. And what am I telling you is that the system that the enemy is so deceptive, he's been running commercials on the TV and on the airwaves and trying to get you to be operate in the world system. And God has said, call on for your help because he's pulling you out of the world system and bringing you up to righteous living. And the only way you can get there is by getting in this word of God and let it change your mind from the hypnosis and the deception that Christ has been putting in there. Somebody say the truth. However, when he, the spirit of truth has come, he will what? Guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will tell you things to come. The Spirit will get you ready for what's coming your way. See, God's Spirit is righteous. And it's not going to stop working. Because it's sent to make righteousness. It's sent to make you righteous. We're going to go check that out in one second. Next verse. Go ahead, Harold. says, Jesus says everything that is his father. He's declaring it. Do you receive it? How many of you receive all things from Christ? He says he's given us all things. He's given us every spiritual gift according to Ephesians 1. He says he's given us everything for godly living. And here's the good part. Here's the good part. And we're going to get to this in, um, before, before this month is out because I really got to deal with this law thing. Um, but here's the good part. He, he has done everything for us. Now he's making us righteous. You, listen, you can't become righteous He's making you righteous. And and it's through believing. You just got to believe God. Turn to Romans chapter 5, verse 12. We're going to go through a couple of verses and we're going home. Romans 5, 12. We there? 
Somebody go. So one man sin, one man. So death came to sit through sin. One man. Thus, death spread to all of us, and we all sinned. Thirteen. Keep going. Okay, verse 15. Stop right there. The free gift is not like what? Okay. Keep going. Mm -hmm. So my, my question becomes, do you want the offense or do you want the gift? Okay. So, so we have this gift. That God has given us through Christ. The one man's offense is done. And so we get over to verse 17. Reign in the life through what? Jesus Christ. Listen, it's done. Okay, it's done. And so much has happened, and we've been paying attention to law and paying attention to law and paying attention to law, and then we accept grace and then abuse grace, and then we talk about the abuse of the grace. But everyone in here has abused grace. And God knew you were going to abuse grace. So he put his spirit in you that when you abuse grace, you would become convicted and push you into righteousness. And God's system is at work in you and at work in the one that is not as far along as you. So don't look at who is not as far along as you and know that it is God doing the work. You keep your eyes on God and let God keep working righteousness through you while he works it through them and just have a hallelujah party and praise God for the Jesus that's working righteousness in everybody because it is him. He's doing it. methodically so that he will be glorified. So we don't have to talk about 
who isn't well. How many of you believe that God is a God that can't break a promise? He's working righteously. He wants you to focus on him. What is he doing? He's working. Y'all scared to say it. What is he doing? In you. How, how many of you know you need, you need help? You need his help. How many of you know that this word is changing you tonight? And that's his system. His word is attaching to his spirit, which is causing action in you. And it's changing you. Whether you like it or not. Because he's not looking for your approval. He has a plan. And that is to work the righteousness that he put in you. So he can be glorified. Through your life. How many of you are thankful? Listen. Grace is abounding much more because righteousness realize that he's doing it we'll start praising him instead of panic isn't it time for us to truly believe that God is who he is he's sovereign he can do anything anytime he wants anything He loves you enough to allow his son to die on the cross, an act of righteousness that no one else could do, and then delivers his son's spirit with us so that we can see his his movement. Instead of us getting on the cross and dying for us, we're dying to talk about it. Isn't that something? The very opposite of what he designed us to be. And the reason why is because we have been deceived on purpose. The enemy has been playing that he You thought that one song you used to groove to was it was just cool, and it's okay to just cuss. 
No, no, all that stuff was programming. But God says, I'm going to give, I'm putting my word in you because I'm getting action out of you that I want from you. Amen. That's why I know 